it started working. Okay, so, uh, welcome to Wind's Women of Wisdom, everyone. Today I'm lucky enough to have the other half of Social Fly NYC with me, Stephanie, but, and Stephanie knows this um, because we were talking about this before we went live, I would like to say to those of you who were affected by the tragedy in Paris that we're sitting here in America and our hearts go out to each and every one of you. We still don't know who necessarily planned this attack, but in the aftermath of this attack, our hearts and thoughts go out to everyone affected by it. And I know that the rest of the podcast community is doing a solemn tribute to Paris, so I thought I would throw mine in too. And so let's get started with Stephanie. Let me just pull my laptop over here so she can see me. And so my first question for the other half of Social Fly is, why did you start your company? So that's a really great question. So the reason that I started my company was because back in 2008, 2009, when people really started using social media, I knew that social media was really going to change the way of marketing for businesses. So I had started helping friends of mine who were starting businesses with social media strategies really on the side of my full-time job at that time. So I had friends who were coming to me saying, help, I really need help with you know a sales and marketing strategy. And I started saying, you really have to start using social media. This is going to be the way of the future. So I started helping some friends on the side and quickly realized that it wasn't an after-work activity. It was a business. So I started taking on some paying clients on the side of my full-time job and eventually left my full-time job to start my agency. So Courtney and I became partners in 2011 to form Social Fly. So it started organically on the side of my full-time job and turned it into a business. Oh, my God. So where were you working that the friends got me, got you out of? Where were you working? Sure. So I was working in corporate America. So at that time, I was working for Hilton, the hospitality company here in New York City. Oh, geez. The hotel industry. Yeah. So that's and my background. Please don't say you were doing social media for them. No, no. I was doing sales and marketing. So oh, I was God. Up- in social media. Oh, God. Well, that's a huge opposite end of the spectrum. Right. And so, that being said, what would be, coming from your background, what would be the best advice for those of us who do have business backgrounds and who do have teaching backgrounds and uh, throwing into this, so using social media for business. So what's my best piece of advice on how to use social media for business? Yes. 
So the first step I would say would be to start by putting together a full social media strategy. So in order to put together a strategy, the first step there is really determining what are your business goals, what are you looking to accomplish, and then you can figure out, okay, well, if my goals are to drive sales for my business or to increase brand awareness, what social media platforms are going to make the most sense for me to be on? And then once you determine the right platforms, then you put together a content strategy and an advertising strategy, so step by step you can put together a full social media strategy for your business. But if you're not particularly familiar with social media strategies or you've never done it before, that's why we have an agency and a business and people come to us as experts to say, okay, here's my business. This is what we are trying to do. How can we use social media? So the first step is to realize you need to put together a strategy and either you can execute it yourself or look to experts to help you. And a little buddy who's probably on the other side of the room told me that you guys made it to Google number one. Yeah. So if Was you, that little buddy correct in that saying little, that? Is that Courtney? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so how, how did you guys do that? So. When she told me that. I, after we got off the call, I sat there thinking, well, that's one question I'm going to ask Stephanie's how, because that's why I, one of the reasons why I wanted your book, because I'm like, you guys, you're a two-woman show. You're not that huge. So how in the world did you make it to number one on Google? That's a really good question. So we have a lot of the tips are in our book that is right yes. here. So get to learn a lot of our secrets. But there's a couple of different things that we were able to do, and it took time for that to happen. So the first step was that we built our website in WordPress. And WordPress is a really great platform because you can continuously update your website using keywords when you're blogging. So the words that in terms we want to rank for were social media agency, social media agency, NYC. So when we use those words in our blogs and on the back end of our site, then we're more likely to come up. The second step is that we are always using social media and using the right keywords on social media. So we use Facebook every day, we tweet every day, we use Google Plus every day. So it's really important that you have that social media strategy and using the right words in your content. The third thing that we've been able to do is you know, doing our own PR or public relations. And what that means is that Courtney and I often get quoted in blogs and in the press. We do videos that then link back to our website. So there's all of this content out there on the internet that then links back to Socialfly. So what Wisdom will be one of them. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. That's it. That's it. Because that's people it. <laughs> keep telling me that I need to use WordPress for my blogging website. And that's it. After talking to you two, I'm like, okay, now I understand what people or my, um, uh, my team keeps, well, one member of my team keeps saying WordPress, 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 WordPress. Yeah. 
and the blog, yeah, the podcast spell slash blog spell keeps saying WordPress, WordPress. You need to get on WordPress, yeah. and it's like, fine, <laughs> I'll get on the WordPress. But I didn't understand why they kept saying SEO, 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 and now you just explain it to me in a nutshell. There you go. So, WordPress is going to be the best piece of advice in this whole interview because I know that all these podcasters slash many others use WordPress and it's for the SEO and Google is small enough to pick up SEOs like this, no small. Yeah. So, enough with the technology SEO stuff. What is your favorite book? What's my favorite book? Yes, and it doesn't have to be business related. This is my favorite book, Like Love Follow. <laughs> You're biased. You're biased. I, I, I have to be. I have to be. I, I knew either one of you was going to say that. Yes, and all, I'll do this for you guys. I'll even post a picture of me holding your book so you oh can... good and we'll share when you <laughs> you get your book in the mail and you post yes. we'll retweet you yes. we'll send we'll I can't wait till a, you get it we'll just do a fun little campaign I'll tell but, you why I'll tell you why this is my favorite book right now well of course we have to promote our own book yes it's my favorite book right now because we wrote this book so we can help other female entrepreneurs like ourselves, where we were once in their shoes. So we have included all of our tips for all of the different social media platforms and how people can best leverage each social media platform for their business. So the reason it's my favorite book is because I love helping other people. And I know this book is already helping so many people because the feedback we've been receiving has been incredible. Everyone says how helpful it's been to them, how you know a lot of people who have read this book they already have an understanding of social media, but they'll email us and say, wow, I didn't realize that you could use Facebook advertising to be able to collect email addresses. And it's really important that we collect email addresses for a business, and I didn't realize that. So people are learning different tidbits of information where they may have thought they knew everything about Facebook or everything about Instagram, but then they read the book and learned all these other tips that were helpful. So I love helping other people. Courtney loves helping other people. and. And that's what we like to do. You just, the reason why I looked at you with a confused look is because you just gave me a tip that I didn't realize that you could do. You can pick up email addresses by Facebook ad? By Facebook so you ad? can run a Facebook campaign or a contest yes. by using a, a software called WooBox. And then through that software, you can, you can run all different types of contests. One of them is called an enter to win contest where people have to enter their email address to win, let's say, a signed copy of a book or a gift yeah. card to Amazon or whatever you want yeah. to give away. And then when people enter, you're collecting all of their email addresses. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. There you go. I, um, there's another way of collecting email addresses, although I don't think it works. Um, I was going, no, the way I'm, the way I'm thinking doesn't 
works because roof copter that um, enter you enter a certain amount and then it randomly picks a winner for you. But I don't think you can collect email addresses on on there. I I'm not sure. What's the software called? It's an online roof copter. It's an online software, but I don't think you can collect email addresses. I'm not sure. I'd have to look at it. So, well, there's a tip for me that you can because I was curious about that. Can yeah. you collect email addresses off Facebook? Well, yeah. I learned something new every day. That, yeah, yeah, there you go. Lots and of learning. So, out, outside your business, what do you like to do? That's a really good question. So I love to go see Broadway shows. And I also do a lot of work raising money for the Tisch MS Research Center. So I was diagnosed with MS or multiple sclerosis a little over four years ago. So I've dedicated a lot of my time and my life to helping find a cure for MS. So through Social Fly, we do a lot of events to help raise money. Um, we're the, we were the social media sponsor for the Tisch MS Research Center for their marathon team and helped them raise a lot of money this year uh, for MS research. So a lot of what I do in my quote-unquote free time <laughs> is a lot of work for, for Tisch MS. That's okay. I, okay, you filled out the form. That's why I'm laughing because... You filled out the form and said, I work for, maybe Courtney did, and they, some of you said, I work for Social Fly, but you didn't necessarily give your full compassionate story. And I'm liking you more and more, and <laughs> Courtney, for helping all of us, but you especially because you have MS and want to give back. Now yes. that being said, does I know MS is a joint condition and I know MS um, affects you walking just like CP would. Yep. Does MS affect you typing and doing social media work? It can for some people. Right now, I'm very lucky in the fact that I don't have any um, physical problems right now at this very moment, but I have had problems before. I had something called optic neuritis, where I lost a lot of vision in one of my eyes, and then I had to do a steroid treatment, and then that came back. I've had a lot of pain before in my back and in my neck, and then you get treatment, and then that can go away. But what happens with MS is it progresses as time goes on. So it's really different for everyone. There are a lot of people with MS who can't walk, who have problems, who have cognitive problems, who have problems with their hands and their motor skills. So that is something that could happen to me over time, but it's a very unpredictable disease yes. where I could be fine today and tomorrow I yes. can wake up yes, and have a lot of problems. So, And does MS, um, now this is a personal question, off social media and then we'll get um, 
back onto social media. But does MS affect your cognitive state and the way you think? Because I um, I actually have a friend. She happened to be my physical therapist for 16 years. She had MS, and she actually had a mean streak to her. And so does MS affect um, that? part of the brain I I think that it can um, I it's different for every single yeah. person so it depends so what happens with MS is you end up developing these lesions on your brain or in your cervical spine so depending on where those lesions occur they can affect people in all different ways so it can yeah. be your emotions it can be your cognitive ability it can be your physical ability so it, it, it every single person with MS has different symptoms um so it could be that that it did, did affect her that way uh, but sure yeah. yeah yep we i i'm surely but surely learning 28 years later being diagnosed with cp i'm surely but surely learning about my own disability slash ms slash down syndrome you name it i pretty yeah. much exposed to it yeah. But that being said, when you started this company, you said, I have a disability, but it won't stop me from helping others. And so has the MS community helped you with Social Fly? Or have you been more helping the, the MS community as you said yeah I think um, I mean it definitely of course everything always goes both ways I'm very proactive in helping <laughs> people and I usually I, I'm not the type of person to ask for things in return however if there was a time when I needed help with something I'm sure if I went to the MS center that we raised money for and said I really need help with this I'm sure they would be more than happy to help with with whatever I needed um, but in, but I received my treatment for MS at the Tisch MS Research Center, and they're absolutely amazing there. Which is and they're doing a lot of research, which is why I've wanted to dedicate my time and resources to helping them because I know that in the future, you know, as the years progress, if my disease progresses the way it may, that they're going to be the ones that have the answer to to find the cure. So the more that I can do to help other people, hopefully if I ever need the resources one day, that they'll be there for me. And that being said, okay, I'm, I don't know how to ask this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> how provocative are you about your MS, let's say on Instagram, or let's say on Facebook yeah. or let's how do we how do I how do you how do all these entrepreneurs with disabilities do promote their disabilities 
in a graceful yeah. way without yeah without I know, I know what you're yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah 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 so I'm very I'm very open about the fact that I have MS and I've really sh always been very open about sharing my story because I know that by me sharing my experience with MS and telling other people, it creates awareness, it helps to build community, it helps to inform people. When I was first diagnosed with MS, I didn't know what MS was. So if I didn't know what MS was and I feel I'm in the know about a lot of things, then a lot of people probably don't know what MS is. Unless you have a friend or a family member who has MS or you are personally touched by it, why would you know what it is? So. With yeah. Cerebral palsy. Yeah. I mean, my mom used to say, disabilities are filled, they are known. And that's a quote. And I actually lost my mom to a brain aneurysm in 2010. Wow. And so um, I didn't know what the heck brain aneurysms were. And people don't know much about disabilities until they are affected right. by it or they um, they have a friend or family member because a textbook can only tell you so much. Right. Right. So yeah, I'm always I post often about my experience with MS and because we every year for the past few years we've been doing a fundraiser called M Squared where we raise money. We do an event to raise money for MS research. So we just had our event a couple of weeks ago. It was mid-October or wait, the end of October. Um, and we were able to raise $11,300 is what we raised. Wow. Yeah. So when I share that event on Facebook or on Instagram, we invite people to come to the event. They buy a ticket. Um, where we sell t-shirts to help raise money as well. So most of my friends and family, you know, all know that I have MS because I'm always talking about it on social media to raise money or to share an event that we're doing or a fundraiser. Yeah. So how, if, um, if a person doesn't want to be open about their disability, on Facebook or Instagram, you and I are the odd man out because we're so open about yeah. our disabilities here. But I know people that are not so open about um, their disabilities. But in the world of social media, it helps when you're a solo entrepreneur to be open about your personal story. So what would you say to the new solo entrepreneurs who may have a disability or may just have a touching personal story but they don't want to necessarily share it out with the open? Right. So I think everyone, it's a personal choice to how comfortable each person is with what they want to share. Some people are more private, um, but for those who aren't, you know, I always say it might be scary at first to let people know, 
But oftentimes you'll find a community and other people who will want to support you and you'll develop a whole support system and connect with people who you may have never had the opportunity to connect with if you weren't open about it. But again, it's a personal choice for everyone and what their, and what their comfort level is because not everyone wants to share. But I've had a great experience sharing my story because I've been able to connect with so many people. I've had you know so many emails from people and calls with people from all over the country who I would have never met them or been able to, to speak to them or you know people say, oh thank you for inspiring me to to do more or thank you for sharing your story because I felt like I was alone. So it's been a good experience for me. <laughs> they say that to me too and I say, I don't know why I'm just I'm just doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Just to help people understand solo entrepreneurship and especially solo entrepreneurship with a disability, but people seem to like that. And that being said, if a person, okay, how would you um, do this in a graceful social media way? How would you would you post a picture and then within that picture say I want a small fee or would how do you do it when you're raising money for, oh how do you raise money through social media how how I I am trying to um, I am trying, and I'll admit this um, to all my fan base now. I just it, I just implemented a small fee to be on Wins Women of Wisdom, and that small fee is ten bucks. And I had one person this morning, and she knew about this ten dollar fee. She goes. It's it's okay, except for the ten dollars fee, and I'm not like I'm not asking for one hundred bucks. I'm asking for ten ten bucks, and just um, just to cover a small amount. And so, how without being so dramatic about it, how would you? as a social media agency, raise money? Sure, so one of the things that we do, so when we help raise money for MS, when we're running, let's say, a Facebook ad, we target people on Facebook in the MS community who would be likely to want to support the cause. So we don't just put out a message and hope that everyone in the world is just going to see it. We specifically target people in the community who have a desire to want to help raise money for the yeah. cause because it means something to them. Yeah. So, because I, I'm thinking about this, that it's a drop in the bucket to everyone, but yet, yet they don't want to necessarily donate to um, be on 
be on my podcast and I'm thinking Oh, it's a donation. It's a donation going for to for CP. It's a don't it's going to be a it's a donation going to be for something. I haven't decided okay. yet, but it's a don't it's a small fee to be able to be on this podcast. Maybe instead of calling it a fee, if you call it a donation, that might be better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, I, see, I got yeah, another <laughs> one, too. Because, yeah, people seem to like the word donation better than they like fee. See, exactly, yeah. And if, if we can, I noticed on, and now here's a tip for everyone, Canvas is the, I have now fallen in love with the program Canvas because I have noticed you can do Instagram pictures, they have templates for Instagram, and so as I was talking to Courtney, Courtney said something to me and I, I agreed with her. Uh, Courtney said, well, on Instagram, you have to be on brand. And I'm so, does that, um, does that, is that something that you would say also, or? Yeah. So, it's important to figure out your branding and your aesthetics, so then when you put out content, it all looks like it came from the same person yeah. and or the same account. So if you saw a photo on Instagram, you would, without even seeing the account that it came from, you could say, oh, that's definitely Wynn's post. She yeah, puts yeah. out her quotes like this. Yeah, so basically everything has to be branded. And do they necessarily have the linked to anything or no? On Instagram, you want to have your link in your bio, okay. but you need to put a link in link. a text because you can't click through to that. Okay. So what, so link in bio, not link in picture per se. Yes, for now. And look, Instagram is changing all of the time, so maybe at some point that will change. But for now, you can just say link is in the bio. Link. I, I didn't, see, learned another tip. I didn't yeah, realize awesome. that you can um, not link in the pic in pictures. I, I thought you could, but I guess, I guess on Facebook it's easier to put the link in the comments, yes. isn't yes. it? Because um, you can't necessarily link to a picture on Facebook and you need to make your brand look the same, I'm presuming, in your newsletters too. Yeah, of course. And so branding, it's all about branding. branding. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then once people get used to it, they can pick it up in two seconds flat. Yeah. But, um, so... I asked this question the other day to Courtney, and I asked this question to Courtney, and I asked this question, I only started asking this question last week, but 
the question is, if there was any person that you could sit with and gain knowledge from, who would it be? Wow, there anyone in the world? Anyone. Who would it be? Hmm. I feel like there's so many people I want to sit with. I wonder if this is what Courtney said, but, and I think a lot of people would say this, I would love to spend an hour with Oprah. Who did Courtney say? Richard. Who did Courtney say Oprah too? Oprah. I know. Yeah. She's just someone incredible. said to me, someone once said to me um, about a week ago, they said Richard Branson. And I oh, okay. Like, That's a good one. Yeah. And why would that be? Why would you like to spend uh, an hour with An hour Oprah with Oprah. Not? An hour with Oprah. It sounds good. It could be a TV show. An hour with Oprah. Oprah, Oprah has been... Really favorite things to get socialify favorite things necessarily. <laughs> so why an hour with Oprah? Why, why an so, hour of her wisdom? I don't know if an hour would be enough time, but I would take it. So... Oprah started from really from nothing. She had a vision and a dream and she knew what she wanted in her life and she found a way to make it happen. And over that process, she's been able to help and inspire so many people. And I think that that's what I want to be able to do in my life is to help as many people as possible, to inspire as many people as possible. So to spend an hour with Oprah to find out... <laughs> how she was able to, to make it happen and really what's been the most rewarding for her and what keeps her, what keeps her going every day because we know that Oprah has enough money that she never has to work another day in her life again, but I think she works every single day <laughs> and hopefully yes. she enjoys herself too. So really just to spend time with her to learn how she was able to accomplish all that she's accomplished and what advice she would give to other people like myself and Courtney and, and you and... I think it would just yeah, be amazing yeah. to spend an hour with Oprah. <laughs> what advice? What advice? We're always looking for advice. And what is your favorite? Um, I already asked you what your favorite book is. I already asked you what your favorite activity is. But what is your greatest achievement in life? What is my greatest achievement? Yes. My greatest achievement. I would say, hmm, I think growing and starting our business and growing our business to where it is today and, you know, writing this book and continuing to, to learn and grow every single day. So I would say, you know, Social Fly is really, really my greatest achievement and, can, and can being able to run this company while still giving back to others every single day, I would say that's probably one of my greatest achievements. And Help, always helping people. Always helping, helping people. people. And what would you say that would be the best piece of advice for people out there who may be a little timid about social media? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Find the right people who know the answers and ask questions because 
that's how you're going to learn and that's how you're going to put together a successful social media strategy or campaign for your business or yourself personally. It's impossible to know every single thing and every different subject matter. So if you're not an expert in social media, that is okay. There are other people who are experts. So ask the questions so you can learn the right information. Just like I don't know everything about other topics. So when I don't know things about accounting, I, we call our accountant and ask our accountant or we call our attorney and ask our attorney because I'm not experts in those fields. So if you don't know something, find an expert and always ask questions. That's how you learn. And what would, what is your biggest life lesson? My biggest life lesson is to never give up. And that you can say that. Never give up and that every day you get a new day the next day. So if today's a bad day, I always say to myself, it's okay, tomorrow's a new day, I get to start over. And we're lucky that if we get to wake up tomorrow, we have tomorrow and we have a new day. So never let one day pull you down. Always remind yourself you get a new day tomorrow and you can keep moving forward. Just never give up. So you're on Twitter, I know that. You're on Facebook. Where else are you? I'm everywhere on the internet, so you can find me on Facebook um, or Instagram, Twitter. My handle is at Steph Jill Abrams. And then you can, of course, find us through our website, socialflyny.com. And our book you can find on Amazon or directly on our website, likelovefollow.com. Like, love, follow. And as I said to you guys, I'm going to be reading the book. I am going to be picking up tips for women of wisdom. And I am so excited to pick up tips out of this book. (laughs) And of course, you can find me all over the planet Earth on Facebook and on Twitter, not so much on Instagram. Maybe after reading this book, I'll be on Instagram. But you can find me on Twitter at Win Kelly Charles, all one word. And then you can find me on Facebook. I'm always hanging out on Facebook. And if you want to be on Wins Women of Wisdom, just shoot me a DM or shoot um, any of my previous guests a DM and they'll figure out how to get in contact with me. Or if you want testimonials out of them, they can probably give you testimonials out of them and their experience with me and let's try and make Wins Women of Wisdom a movement and see how that goes. And I appreciate Jill and Courtney. Jill, Stephanie, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I called you your middle name. That's all right. <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> and Courtney um, both being on Wins Women of Wisdom. And I hope you guys enjoyed a fabulous another fabulous episode and I'll catch you when I can and bring you more inspirational stories.